Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. We are going to be having a very fun conversation tonight, even though when you look at this title, you might have thought, non-penetrative sex what that's not fun oh yeah it will be and I think I might titillate a whole lot of you you might feel tantalized you might feel turned on all by the end of this show so stick around and have a listen you might even learn a few things while we're at it so on the pleasure zone we talk about a host of different things we talk about all things to do with pleasure we also talk about how to get out of trauma and into pleasure we talk about psychological things physical things we talk about how how there's sometimes pain or sometimes there's things going on uh, biologically anatomically that might be causing issues when it comes to sex and we also talk about things historical we talk i don't we just talk about everything we have some great upcoming shows that we'll be talking about um the history of courting and dating and the difference between them and those will be coming up and then we've got some other great shows coming up in the new year all about having targets for pleasure too so we've got a lot of great great shows coming up we have a show uh, about the gift of love on christmas as well so if you are an avid listener and you wanted to know what are we looking forward to those are some of the shows we're looking forward to if you are getting this in podcast form then you probably realize that there are hundreds well over 500 episodes that you can choose from on the pleasure zone that's me talking for a lot of years i've been on this and at this for over nine years so why do i do this one of the things that i offer in my private practice is that i love working with couples and individuals who would love to have more pleasure and whether that's to resolve things in their relationship or that they truly just have some sexual things that are just not working but oftentimes it comes down to working on the relationship to have more of a sense of connection with your partner and then a lot of the other sexy stuff can come up so we talk about all those things in private sessions as well as i also work with people uh, through my holistic health practice where i work with people using different methods of body work which is a i use a kind of somatic body work in the work that I do called the mitzvah technique. I also do energy work hands-on as well as doing something called radionics. Uh, if you're not familiar with radionics, then I would always be happy to give you a chat about that or send you information related to that. If you'd like more info, you can always connect with me through my website, melitzayelenh.com. Send me a little note and I will send you some info. All right, so let's get into and dive into this whole topic of like, why would I even be having a show and why would I be giving you a guide to penetration-free sexual pleasure? And this will be a guide. I will be giving you some details. I hope these details don't get me knocked off of platforms. I will be using proper words for 
body parts and hopefully that will suffice uh, and not have anything pulled. I, I may do references if I feel like I've been saying way too many body parts that would have create issue. I may just refer to them in a different way. So one of the things that I think I think comes up quite a lot when I, especially when I work with men, is that a lot of guys, and I've, I've had a few shows in the last couple of weeks talking about uh, penile pain. I've had shows in the past talking about erectile dysfunction. And uh, I, one of my first episodes way back in the day was all about um, does size matter? And so we're really here talking about this guide to penetration free sex. This will include this to me is a kind of sex talk that includes all sexes, all genders, because we're not limiting it to what certain body parts can fit into each other. Um, and even some of the methods that I'll be talking about that normally would be very hetero based practices can also be adjusted and you can use other things that um, if, you know, if you're lesbians and you want to play that way, or if you're, yeah, I think we're just going to look at it in a different way. Whoa. So lots of fun information coming through. My body's just like, whoa, uh, starting to process that. So now if you hear me yawning, it's because I got ideas coming through and I started to like write little sticky notes like crazy before the show. So I could have a whole bunch of ideas to share with you guys. And what I want to be clear with is what I mean by penetrative sex is that I mean anything that involves any orifice being penetrated. So if you have oral sex, if you say, for example, have oral sex on a penis and you have a penis going into your mouth, that to me, and I'm categorizing that under penetrative sex, because you're penetrating an orifice. I know that's not really considered penetrative sex to a lot of people, but to me, if it's an orifice and it's got something going into it, that's penetration. So any orifice that um, that has that has a, anything going into it will end up being part of that category. So whether it's anal sex, vaginal penetration, or having a penis in your mouth or like a very large clitoris in your mouth, that would be considered uh, penetrative sex. So when we take all those things off the table, what are we left with? I bet a lot of you, this can be a really fun challenge. And I bet a lot of you are probably going, I don't even know what's left. How does it still equal sex if you're not penetrating? Does that even qualify? And I say it does. I say it qualifies because if we started to only say that sex is a certain way, then a lot of people and that, you know, that I think about maybe lesbians who are choosing not to have penetrative sex and they might be doing a lot of other things that have never had sex with uh, somebody with a penis so they might have a completely, you know, you could be living that lifestyle your whole life. You could be having that, you know, you are a lesbian your whole life and that uh, you would be considered still 
by even by modern terms, you would probably still be considered a virgin because you never had anything stretch your hymen or you weren't the person stretching a hymen. So I like to include in our in our conversation on sex is that this is really about being able to to tantalize all bodies. And in doing that, I think we can become much more inclusive. We can understand that sex is a huge umbrella that is pleasure oriented, that sex isn't just uh, penetration. And, you know, whether you're, I mean, like usually you would penetrate orifices. So whether people are shoving things in your ears, your mouth, your anus, your vagina, actually even uh, your urethra, like urethra stretching, that is still penetrating an orifice. So taking all of those things off the table, what's left kids, what's left? We still have touch left, right? So let's start there. We've got touch left. And, you know, if you, if you are an avid listener to this show, you know that I love referring to the touch blueprint method, which is amazing way of learning how to play with your partner, discover different ways that they like to be touched, discover ways that you like to be touched. And you can use a whole variety of things and tools and, and just like, even just as I'm looking around my office, there's like a hundred things that I could come up with that could be used for touch play. So all of these play methods that I'm going to be talking about are really amazing for building energy. And some people would say that this is all foreplay, but it's honestly core play as the author of She Comes First calls it core play. I agree. This is core play and penetration or not. And there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't have penetration. And we'll talk about those as well. But if we can all, we can all enjoy these things, pretty much everybody can enjoy the things I'll be talking about. So I think it's, um, it's just a fun thing to look at as an option and also as a great way to build connection to your partner and also just for exploration to find out new things about them. So we're starting with touch and yes, in all of these things that I'll be talking about, you will be using your senses because senses are what will help us to experience pleasure. In this particular case, touch, we're going to look at what are you, what could you do for touch? So it's a really good thing when you're going to have touch play with your partner is to get clear on certain parts that they are not okay with being touched. I have, I particularly have like zones of my body that I do not like people touching and, uh, or kissing. And so I'm very clear about that because it will, I could be like really high on the, on like the, I could be right in a climax and then somebody does one of these and my whole body will cringe and want to like give up. And so for me, I know where my no touch zones are and they're all related to my face and my ears. So anything like face and ears is a no zone. I could have things like having my hair pulled. That's fine. Um, having something on my neck is okay as long as it's not spit. And as long as I can't smell the spit. I don't like the sm- smell of spit. I'm a little bit weird that way. <laughs> but but it's, uh, I just don't like the smell of spit in general. So I like 
to use like gum and candies and anything like that, even with, um, even when it's not like there's no bad breath, it's just the smell of spit. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like the trauma from my childhood where my grandmother cleaned our ears with spit or something. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's probably something weird. There's probably like food. Be- Actually, I do remember too, my aunt like sharing ice cream with me and her spit was on my ice cream. And I was like, Bleh. uh, so yeah, I'm sure I had a lot of different things that grossed me out about spit other people's spit for sure so know those things about you have those conversations up front and make it really clear if the people if if you've told somebody what your no zones are and they still go for it because they think they can tantalize you into it they're just being jerks um so hopefully you're with a partner that you trust that honors you and that listens to you and then you can actually go through a great experience receiving touch in all different ways whether it's bringing out um for example like behind me if you're watching on video i have i have many crystals but not in in this little zone over here i have a couple and i've got a labradorite that's a really nice labradorite that's probably about 10 inches high and it's cool to the touch so having that run on your body can feel really nice that one has been um that one's all smoothed out so uh, some crystals I would not use on a body during sex, like I would not use selenite and drag it on a body because it has little fibers that can actually cut into you. So you would want your stones, if you are going to use something like stones and drag them on a body to bring out some feelings and texture and sensation, I would really aim for the ones that are that have been polished. They're a lot easier to play with and safer. So yeah, for me, I'm just looking around the room and being inspired by what I see. Um, Makeup brushes are another one that can be really fun to play with. And like, there's so many different textures even to makeup brushes. So you could lay out, I've got this kit with like 50 makeup brushes, which is hilarious because I'm sure any of you watch these videos, it's like once in a blue moon that I'll wear full makeup, but I love having makeup brushes. And is something about having them makes me really happy. So you could lay out your whole kit of makeup brushes and there's so many different textures and sizes on them. And you could touch the body with makeup brushes. I I really recommend going to the not so obvious zones of pleasure if your partner's okay with it. Like if if your partner is okay with you um, like running brushes on their arm, like all the way down under their armpit. Armpits are amazing. And there's so many things that come together in an armpit. Not only do they release like a lot of different scents that are, that are like, can be highly er erotic, but they also have so many different connections. They are amazing for releasing body stress in general, like physical stress, but also emotional stress. They're just the weirdest, wildest things. So (laughs) you can run a brush Um, through on your body so that you can get some different sensations and then run it around the body you know you can run it around somebody's chest if they have scar tissue and they're okay with you running a brushes on that that can be really uh, erotic as well so my scar tissue I've got scar tissue in my mouth so I wouldn't from from having oral surgery when I was like 18 years old so 
that's not the kind of uh, scar tissue I'm talking about. It could be like, you know, some, if you've had like back in the day, people would have really big, like uh, appendix um, scars. And like, I'm thinking my generation and older, we have these like bigger scars. Nowadays, the scars are way smaller. So you might find some scars on a body and they just might be really fun to, to stroke with something like makeup brushes or like literally if you can see it in your home, you can probably play with it. I'm, I have this like whole kit of knick, knickknacky things that I, are my like go-tos that are right behind my computer. So I have like candies in there. Sometimes when I'm talking, my mouth gets dry and I want a candy. I got candies in there. I've got random jewelry in case I'm not wearing any and I go live and I want to have some. I got lipsticks. I got earplugs. I got all kinds of fun things. And I got cotton balls too. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have like a million textures behind me and one of the things I have is a set of pearls which can be so lovely to drag on a body the texture of them is amazing so the chances are you don't need to actually go out and buy anything the chances are you can play with so many things just dragging them rubbing them even like doing the little hits with them on the body if your partner's into that and just see how that tantalizes and excites the body. So I don't even know where the last 15 minutes went, but we're heading to our first commercial break. We're going to come back and talk about the like 35 other ideas I have. This may be a two-parter. The 35 other ideas I have for, for uh, penetration-free sexual pleasure. And we're going to go through that guide when we come back from this break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, I'm giving you a guide to penetration-free sexual pleasure. What a concept, huh? So if you're just joining in now, we're talking about touch. And there's so many things under the category of touch when I was talking about bringing in things that you can drag on the body to have like pleasure sensation experiences. You can find these things all over your house. You know, you can go into your kitchen and find, no, don't use any sharp knives, but you can find things like uh, spatulas, uh, wooden spoons. You can probably find um, even, now this one's a tricky one, even like elastics that come off of your uh, your groceries, like off of a broccoli could depends on the size of the elastic could substitute as like a, a c o c k ring i thought i should spell that one out because that's what they're called so i didn't i just realized how funny that's gonna look when i said that i realized how funny that's gonna look when the uh the words come on to the video it's either gonna spell it correctly or it's gonna try and give me like spelling for each letter it's gonna be interesting so <clears throat> Mm, choking myself up here so yeah look around your home see what feels safe see, see what feels experimental and fun you probably have scarves and all kinds of things i was mentioning like makeup brushes um sponges cotton balls jewelry like you name it there's stuff there's stuff that can be so fun and Again, remember, we're looking for all things that are not penetration related. So these are all things that you can use on a body to just stimulate and bring some fun and play into the game. So another thing that involves touching would be maybe the obvious. Masturbation and mutual masturbation. And so mutual masturbation is when you're masturbating each other. It can also be the term for when you're mutually masturbating in the same space. So whether you're masturbating in front of your partner, um, like voyeur play or an exhibitionist play, or whether you're doing this for each other uh, at the same time or taking turns, any and all of it, fantastic. That is not penetration, right? That is stimulation without penetration. So if if we're talking about vulvas in this case, it would be to not finger or penetrate internally. It would be all clitoral play and all around the labia. So stimulating all the area around and just not going in. Now that can be incredibly like, that can build the energy so high that it it's just like one of those things where you almost feel like begging for penetration. But try your best to just go with this and see how much you can build the energy and have fun with it. So mutual masturbation, fantastic. Another one under the using your hands zone. And I want to be really clear on this too, is that if you don't have hands or if there's something going on with your hands, like arthritis or pain or surgery or something like that, and you can't use your hands, you can use your feet for the same purposes. So you could... It's hard to masturbate yourself with your feet unless you're like a superstar uh, of flexibility, but you can masturbate your partner with your feet. Um, when it comes to foot play, I 100% recommend having a pedicure first. You want to make sure your feet are super clean because feet can carry some funky funguses. 
and some other funky things like warts and things that you just, you don't want to transfer them over. So you could use socks, make sure they're clean, or you can have really clean feet and have, um, have your pedicure done before you do this. So we got massage. Generally that's with hands, although there is a lady in the UK and I'm sure there's more than one person in the world that does this, but there's a lady in the UK who's an avid gardener and a masseuse. And she only has, she, I believe she's a thalidomoid child um, when she was born. So she has like, I think like little fingers. I think she refers to them as like claws. Um, so she doesn't have fully, fully functional hands. Her hand, she uses her feet for almost everything she does. So she came to mind when, when I wrote down massage, I was like, and you have all this variation within the whole massage category that doesn't have to be hands. So what else we have under hands is using hands only uh, so that nothing else. And another one of these things with the hands is that you could have the person's hands tied so that, and again, permission on all these things. And if they don't feel good about that, make sure you have safe words for any time there's bondage involved. So uh, any kind of play actually is really good to have have any safe words involved so if you are bound your hands are bound and then you are submitting to pleasure whether your body is being stroked massaged or whatever having having no hands or hands only can be really fun so that no other um no other parts like there's no kissing allowed done if it's hands only there's no rubbing body parts together if it's hands only so it's literally you're only using your hands on the body and you're not going to dry hump or anything like that though dry humping is a great option for um penetration free sexual pleasure as like thinking back to high school and dry humping and Actually, I was still dry humping in my 20s and probably into my, actually, I'm pretty much a dry humper. I could pretty much dry hump anything at any time now that I think about it. Not anything or anyone, but I do, um, I will and do often dry hump my husband and it just makes me happy. So dry humping <laughs> is fun. And so you can do some dry humping if you like. Um, it can be great for just like bringing the energy in. Uh, for me, I just like, I find it playful. Dry humping to me is just really fun and, and fun and funny and playful. So like, I like a daily dry hump. Um, I wasn't really, I, I was imagining the dry humping from when I was like a teenager, which was usually like on a sofa in somebody's basement when like my friend's parents were away and then we all got to hang out and I'd be that kid in the basement with somebody and dry humping. That's what I was imagining. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm still the dry humper. I just do it in different ways now. <laughs> so I'm not hiding in a basement anymore. So we've got hands only or uh, or hands free as well. So you're having your hands bound. The other things that you do with your hands too would be like sexting. So you can you know consider that your hands could be involved in the communication as well sharing some sexy sexy words with your partner whether you do like sexy words via text or sexting or whether you say them or you write them in a you know old school letter doesn't really matter it's that the communication can be a lot of fun and it can also build build energy and build interest so i want to tap back into that masturbation stuff for a second because 
uh, under masturbation, we're ta talking about hands and using hands, but we can also talk about toys and the use of toys. So back in the day, I used to be a rep for a sex toy company uh, for like in-home parties, but I don't, I don't uh, do that so much anymore because I do know that most people can access these things on their own through like Amazon and um, but I do love talking about sex toys. So if you ever want information on sex toys and you're not really sure and you feel kind of shy, feel free to connect with me. I can get on uh, like a 15 minute call with you and give you the rundown on some basics of sex toys. Because I personally, the first time I bought one, I just bought the thing that I was told was like the best vibrator going. It was the rabbit at the time. Like we're talking 23 years ago or something. And it wasn't the best toy for me at the time, but I didn't have like, I didn't know what to ask. And I didn't, and the people selling it to me didn't ask me any questions either. Like, hey, do you prefer clitoral stimulation over, do you prefer vaginal stimulation? Do you prefer having like everything going on at once? And the rabbit has everything going on at once. And my body was overwhelmed and like actually not interested. So knowing what toys work for you can be really helpful. Non-penetrative toys. There are a lot of really cool ones on the market right now that you can get. Like the Womanizer uh, is a really cool one. I don't have mine right here right now, but um, you might have seen the Womanizer around. It actually has like a little suction on it. And so you put that on your clitoris and it has like within the little section or like there's a fan action. Uh, some of them have like a little fan action. Some of them have more of a suction. Some of them have a suction and a little like flap that will go back and forth, back and forth and stimulate the clitoris. So that's kind of fun. And um, has, you know, they usually have varying speeds and um, varying patterns that they'll, they'll operate on. Um, a really standard common one is the bullet. It's one of the older ones out there. Like there were bullet style vibrators back in the seventies, probably, you know, probably there was, you know, there's been vibrators forever, but the bullet has been around for a really long time. Looks just like a little bullet. Sometimes there's sleeves on it so that they're easier to wash. Sometimes those sleeves also have like COCK rings on them too. So then they both people can get stimulated. So you can use toys for both, absolutely. And you can, you can literally just have so much fun when you're willing to kind of think outside the box. And I would challenge you, and as we go to the next commercial break, is to come up with some ideas. And I'd love to see if, if you're listening or watching on a platform where you can write your ideas in the comments, I would love to hear your comments on what some of your ideas for non-penetrative sex are. What are some of the things you've enjoyed? And what are some of the things that you would like to try that maybe I've just mentioned? Mm, and there's more to come. So, <laughs> so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. 
On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. I am so excited for this conversation tonight because I think there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of people in the world that consider that sex is only penetrative. And by that, I mean like something has to go into an orifice. Something has to go into either the mouth, the anus, or the vagina in order to constitute sex and I have to disagree with that wholeheartedly that I think sex is a very big um there's such a very big world out there that come that comes with sex and yeah that comes there's a very big world out there that comes that's what I should just leave it at and (laughs) that a lot of the sex that we see in movies and the sex that's in porn most of it is penetration related and so the information that we get is pretty lame that's the word I'm going to use it's lame even when people watch certain things like say 50 shades of gray it's still limited in that even the lady who wrote 50 shades of gray from what I understand she never actually had any uh any kind of BDSM experience in her life. So this was all just like maybe stuff she'd heard of or read about because anybody that's in the BDSM community uh, refers to that as one of the 
most ludicrous things. It brought things to light, but it also made it so that there's like a lack of information and a lack of, uh, well, people just not realizing how important it is that you have, um, that everybody is agreeing to everything that's going on. So that's a side story that can get sad and awkward. But I bring up the BDSM part because BDSM can be an amazing non, like an amazing way to have pleasure without penetration. And so I'd mentioned earlier, uh, like the hands only or the hands off, where you could have your hands bound. Now, for those of you who are avid listeners, you might have listened to the episode with Gaia Morissette on releasing trauma through BDSM. And she actually has a course on releasing trauma through BDSM. If you would like information on that, I'm happy to send you a link to that. Um, It is really cool stuff. So one of the things that you might consider, I kind of wrote down my three top favorite that would be BDSM related, that would be really easy to play with if it's your first time and that can bring a lot of pleasure Again, there needs to be consent. So as long as everybody's consenting and you got your safe word and you're communicating, then we should be all good. So the one act would be blindfolding. So everything that we talked about previously with touch, if you added a blindfold, you can have a very different experience with the blindfold on. So where do I get a blindfold? Actually, I saw blindfolds at the like dollar store. So I live in Canada and we have dollar stores uh, that nothing costs a dollar, more costs like a dollar fifty or a dollar seventy-five or three ninety-nine. Our dollar stores are not dollar stores anymore. But I did see um like s- those sleep um like sleep covers for your eyes. What are they called? Yeah, basically just kind of like a blindfold. Um for when you sleep so sleep masks i think they're called for like a buck 50 so you could get one of those if you wanted you can use any material you have around your home and i like things that feel silky but some you know just depends on what kind of material you like you might like something rougher you might like some more like cotton or linen or leather or whatever it happens to be so you might have something around that you can uh, put around your eyes as well to kind of help do the blindfold effect so that you can you can actually get more even more sensitive to touch when you're blindfolded and then you can play with all those things that we talked about so that's one thing that you could start with on like the the kind of like the bdsm end of things and then another thing with the bondage is like you could get some great different things for bondage. I personally, I get this rope from the hardware store that's got a really nice soft texture to it. Some of them are rougher. Um, I have, it's kind of irrelevant for those of you who are like only viewing, like who are only listening. So I didn't bring out any visuals. Um, to try and go, hey, look at this. Um, But I have a rope that's white and it's got a very soft edge to it. It's lovely. It can be tied into things as well. You can use it for tying up bodies, but you can also use it to create like, 
your own tools. Like I've created my own whip out of it, which is really lovely. And so you can do a lot of things with things that you can just find lying around. And if you are doing any kind of bondage of any sort, always have your have a pair of scissors around that are surgical scissors. Um, so that in case, you know, somebody gets tied up and you can't untie them, you want to make sure you got your surgical scissors before you start. You want to make sure that the person feels safe in the position. And you might want to do a test knot before you go and do like a really big session on this. And this kind of play can bring about immense pleasure for a variety of reasons, but one of the reasons is that your body starts to let go of stress on such a deep level that it gets into this deep relaxation that is so incredibly, like, not just joyful, it's like, a, uh, there's a word for it. Um, there is this, like, there's a zone, it's like the subzone, but there's another word for it as well, that occurs when you are when you're able to let go so deeply and let go of control and let go of all kinds of things. So that's the kind of sex too, that you can have that is non-penetrative. And even though you might look at that and go, well, that's not sex. Well, it is. If it's bringing your body, if it's bringing you a kind of heightened sexual energy, if it's bringing orgasm, then I would say that it is sexual if it's bringing orgasm. So, or if it's even just bringing you, if it's bringing you to orgasm and then climax, how cool is that? Sometimes it'll rise the orgasmic energy. You might actually hit climax even. So another one of the things, and I briefly touched on this when it came to touch, was using different things with different temperatures. Like I mentioned the Labradorite behind me. In if for those of you who are on video, you can maybe see that if you zoomed in. Um, some of the stones I have that are polished can feel really cool to the touch. And metals can feel cool to the touch as well. So you can get dildos and things that are glass and, and metal. And they can be cooling and then you can also heat them up so they can also be hot. You can also use things like hot wax and drip that on the body too. So when you're using hot wax, you need to make sure that it's body safe hot wax. A lot, a lot of the ones that are body safe are soy wax. Um, and then they're sometimes mixed with some other things. So make sure you're using one that's safe to actually drip on a body. They will, you can get those at the sex shops. And so, yeah, you can drip that wax usually is also wax that can be used to rub in for massage. So you can have double usages of that. And when you are playing with hot and cold play, again, you always need to have your, your safe word because sometimes it'll get too hot or too cold or whatever it happens to be. And one of the fun places to play with hot and cold play is on the perineum. I know that might be so, sort of surprising to some of you, but we're going to talk about perineum play as well, because it's a highly overlooked part of the body where, you know, some, sometimes people just think it's uh, what, it's just this little piece of skin between. So for people with vulvas, it's like the skin between the anus and the vaginal opening. And for people with penises, it's the skin between the anus and where the ball sack is. <laughs> so 
scrotum if we're going to go technical. So it's that, that little, there's this little spot. It's not much bigger than my, like the, from my knuckle of my thumb to the tip of my thumb. Um, it's not much bigger than that. Well, on me, it's not much bigger than that. I haven't seen one much bigger than that on people. And when you get aroused, it also begins to get blood flow to it. And it will start to get like, erect isn't the right word because it doesn't like go up, but it will get, get um, filled. So you'll find that it gets a little harder. You can locate it quite easily. And there are things you can do with the perineum that could blow your mind in ways that you are probably like had never experienced. So we will talk a little bit about perineum play. Keep in mind, you can bring the hot and cold toys in on this as well for a little fun. And we're also going to be talking about in this next and last segment, something called kunyaza, which is something that I only learned about in my research for this show. And it, it really got me going because I've experienced this before. I didn't know there was a name for it. I think it's really cool. And um, what a fun thing to share with people. So I'll be sharing that, uh, tips and tools on that, and also tips and tools on perineal stimulation. So stick around. We're going to be talking about those things. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Jelenic, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we are going through a guide to sexual pleasure that does not require penetration. So the guide to penetration-free pleasure. If you're just joining us now, you want to go back and listen to the first few segments where we have lots of great tools and tips on different ways to play with your partner to bring about more pleasure. And just before the last break, I had mentioned that we're going to talk about perineal play, because why not? Because it's an often overlooked body part, even though there are tons of nerve endings that go to the perineum. I don't have a count on how many it's probably not as many as the clitoris that has 8,000 nerve endings, but I'm pretty sure it has uh, many hundreds. So possibly thousands, but I don't have the facts on that uh, offhand. So what are we going to do to play with the perineum? How do we even know that somebody's enjoying it? What do you do? 
the perineum for one, again, permission required, because this is a kind of a, a spot that can, <laughs> that can be um, intimidating for people because it's so close to the anus that if somebody has an aversion to having their anything around their anus stimulated, they might have an aversion to having the perineum stimulated as well. So there are things that you're going to want to do to help it feel better. And one of the things is the perineum doesn't create any lubricant of its own. So it can be, it can have a lot of friction down there. So you're going to want to bring in, bring in the lube. Um, so make sure that you have a lube that your partner is not allergic to if you're going to put this on their body. There are a lot of scented lubes. I wouldn't recommend those uh, at that that close to the anus. Also, if it's on, if you're playing with the perineum on somebody who has a, a vulva, you also don't want anything scented very close to the vulva opening. It can change the pH a lot. So so what you can do is, one of the things you can do is you can lick the perineum. You can use your tongue to put pressure onto the perineum. That can be really stimulating. So you'll notice that as, uh, it's probably easier to notice on a body with a penis because as the penis gets erect, you're also gonna notice that the perineum will get tougher, like hard. And so you can stimulate it. You can use like your thumb with pressure. Um, again, you're going to want to use some lube on that area. So you can either use your own saliva as lube, or you can use other lube as well. And so you can press on that area. You can take your, your, your first finger and your middle finger. Um, and if you don't have those, you can use two other fingers, but those ones are pretty easy because on your dominant hand, because they're going to be strong. And you can lean them up or into, like depending, you can like lay your hand flat back, like the back of your palm going on to um, touching like the near the anus. And then you can rub in with your knuckles of your first finger and your middle finger, or you can flip it around and you can dig in the other way. You can do circular motions. You can do up and down motions. You're going to want to get some, some pressure in there. And actually this, can be not only delightful for like stimulation, but it can release a lot of pressure that, you know, if people have like a lot of like, like lower back pain, or even if they have like stuff going on where they're having um, like sometimes even constipation, it'll help like so many of the muscles relax in that area. And then you can, uh, can just be such a relief. So that works really well. You can rub it, you can lick it, um, definitely keep it lubed. Oh my goodness, I have like five minutes left. Okay, we're gonna go on to kunyaza um, because it's such a cool one and I wanted to share this, this new word with you guys that I only learned uh, when I was doing research here. So kunyaza would be normally specifically for hetero couples, but we can switch it up. We can use, um, we can use this on a body that has a clitoris, and I believe you could probably even do this with a body with a penis. And what you're going to do is there's a slapping motion that happens, like slapping, striking, whatever you want to call it, the penis onto the the, clitor the clitoris. So you can kind of open up the area and have it really accessible. And there's like a slapping action that happens. And as the body becomes more and more stimulated. You want to do rubbing action up and down, circular motions, and go back to the slapping action. 
And that actually translated from whatever dialect this is from Africa. I, I don't know what the dialect is because they didn't say they just referred to Africa as if it's one country with one language and it's not, it's a continent with many countries with many languages, <laughs> but it's from Africa. So, <laughs> so Kunyasa um, translates to uh, peeing or like letting go of urine but really it has to do with squirting. So this can actually be a really great method in inducing squirting. I want to really tap into for you guys to let you know that the reason why you would want to know this stuff is in case you have something like vaginismus, where you have pain in the vagina, or if you have penile pain, if you have erectile dysfunction, if there are any like questions of any STDs and you, you're kind of like not sure, um, maybe you're waiting for test results to come back. You can do a lot of things that can still be pleasurable, can even be religious that, you know, your religion might say no penetration, but heck, you can have a lot of other fun because they didn't say anything about that, did they? <laughs> so there's a lot of other fun that can be had that doesn't involve penetration. And I think one of the things to remember is that, you know, we can we can definitely tap into our bodies and ask. And I'd love to hear from you guys if you have other ideas. I know there's, you know, probably people out there who are tantra practitioners as well. That is a fabulous way to connect your body to have more pleasure, getting in tune with the body and the breath and the energy and having the feeling of deep connection. That's amazing. So, you know, cross-culturally across the world, people have found and become very inventive with the ways that we can have pleasure with each other thinking even about the french and french kissing even is kissing really actually french who knows french kissing is it actually from france i don't know if that's truly true i'll have to do some research on that but <laughs> kissing is another one of those things you can do that's non-penetrative i suppose as long as you're not shoving your tongue down somebody's throat that would be like a penetration action so keeping it kind of uh not so penetration related. So you can see that like playing with all these things and, and even when I'm talking about these things, just check in with your body and see what tantalizes you. You know, if you've listened to any of my other shows, like on nipple play, you might go, holy cow, like there's so much you can do. I talked about for an hour about how you can play with nipples. So <laughs> I'm giving you guys a brief tonight on all of this today on all of this. So definitely go back and listen to some of the other episodes I have so that you can have other ideas on how to have this play. And next week at my show is going to be a little history of dating and courting. And we're going to look at the difference, uh, what those words mean, where they come from and what people did with dating and courting historically. It's going to be a little history, not a big one. because it's. Thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist, Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.